People with ADHD and all mental health are looked down on by the world around them, but we will protect you here. We exist to motivate you, to inspire you, to listen and love the story you want to tell. We are here to understand you and to help you gain the confidence to truly be yourself. And you just might be more powerful than you think you are. Make no mistake, we've got your back. Welcome to Lobal Spark, something for someone. Spartans, what is your profession? Welcome to season eight of Lobal Spark, igniting new sparks. Lobal Spark is proudly sponsored by Feather. Feather your impact with Feather CRM. If you need help managing your online relationships, go to www.feathercrm, all one word, .io. Lobal Spark has started a fundraising effort for Crisis Text Line. We have a goal of $19 per episode as $19 supports one person in their time of absolute crisis with their mental health. $19 an episode is the goal, but just $1 would mean so much. If you would like to donate through our fundraiser titled Lauren's Infinity, the link is listed in the episode's description. Lobal Spark is supported by Terry Shubilla, Claire Simpson, Casey Elliott, Sarah Delano, Justin Allingham, Blushing Crafter, Jamie Young, Leo Guinan, and Kirk Hofstrom. These nine people are the backbone of this podcast. Today's new ADHD Spark comes to us all the way from Argentina. Mercedes is yet another incredible ADHDer who has defied the odds. She was just recently diagnosed with ADHD. Mercedes tells a story of hope and inspiration. She is looking to spread awareness about ADHD and has a contagious personality. ADHD or not, everyone listening to her will feel inspired and encouraged to take on the world. It is for these reasons that I am proud to say, Mercedes, you are something for someone. Basically, my ADHD story uh, goes back not long ago because I I didn't even know I had it. I always thought that I had it. In fact, uh, people, well, I'm from Argentina. uh, That's awesome. That's so awesome. It's not my native tongue. So um, growing up here in Argentina, the thing is most people, especially like most doctors, they don't even know what ADHD is. Uh, here in Argentina, it's not very common be- uh, for people to talk about it. Um, so you will find, actually, I, I, you know what? I think that, I'm not sure, but I think like most people in my country have it and they don't even know. You would have to come here. <laughs> I mean it. That's you so would great. have to come here and just walk around the street and you will be like, it's like everybody is has ADHD and they don't even know. And they're not on meds because you can see it. You can see it in the right. street because people are, you know, they're just not focused on what they're doing. So you have to be constantly on the look, you know, like in Italy, like, like it's it, it, pretty it, much like Rome. And it's, it's amazing. Crazy. It's amazing that you recognize that though. Yeah. That's, it takes an ADHD or to know <laughs> another way. <Like> yes. <laughs> you can tell them oh, a yeah. mile away. You Absolutely. Can tell them. But, but yeah, so growing up, I didn't know I had that. Uh, and so even like my friends, they would call me in, in Spanish. There's a word that, that 
uh, it's called colgado, which means like you're basically going around life, not noticing anything, forgetting everything, like you're forgetful. And that was my nickname. I mean, I've been labeled like that. And I didn't yeah. even know. I was like, yeah, well, it's just me. I don't know. You know, it's just Mechi. She forgets things. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, I would be at uni and you would have, I would have a final and I would even, I wouldn't even know. I'm like there and they're like, okay, uh, you know, are you guys ready? I'm like, for what? And right. it's, it's terrible. And I relate to that so to much in school. I, I never remembered any of that shit. It's yeah. because it's because I didn't care. <laughs> yeah, but. that's the thing. It's so hard. And that's when I noticed that I had ADHD. Luckily, at uni, I had a friend who she, she was the complete opposite. Uh, and she would always remind me of things. And she would be like, hey, Mechi, don't forget, you need to hand this in for tomorrow. And I, I, I you know... I'm so glad that I had her, but right. over time I managed to, to learn how to do it on my own because I was, when I was younger, of course, I was relying on family helping me and people reminding me things. And, you know, I was just a child. It's not like you're working. It's not like you have a client that you have to give explanations to. Right. So once you grow up and you're your own adult and you have to account for what you do, uh, you need to find ways to, make it work and by yeah. at, at the time I didn't even know that I had ADHD so I became obsessed with personal development and that type of content so much that you wouldn't understand me and everybody listening to this podcast will understand that we become obsessed with topics and I become so obsessed that I fully immerse myself into that yes. topic until I become bored of it uh, right so Right. It matters that it works out in the end. And the, the sad exactly. thing is so many people out there don't know how to make it work. Uh, and that was me a few years ago, for example. Looking back, uh, and that's the thing, when you start taking meds when you're older, you have so many moments with where you have realization. It's like one after another and after another and after another. It's crazy. I remember when I... When I um, found out that I had ADHD. Uh, I always thought that I had it. The first time that I read about it, I was like, I may have this problem and my mom may have it too, but I'm not sure. So I went ahead and I took a few tests and I always got like a 90% uh, chances of right. so many tests out there. But I'm like, yeah, but this is just an online test. It's like, you know, what, what, according to the type of cupcake you like, this is your personality. You know? So you don't know. You never know when to take That's it seriously. So but I, really, I took so many tests and they yeah. were all very highly likely that I had it. And, and I had all of the symptoms. But being a girl, uh, it's hard because unfortunately, and this is not just a problem in my country, it's a problem that I know it's everywhere. Global. We're underdiagnosed yes. because you know we learn how to mask the symptoms, and you know we we probably you can tell more when a when a guy, especially when they're kids, when they have ADHD, but not when it's a woman. So it's it's very sad to see how many women don't know that they have it. It's incredible, and their sad. lives could be so much better. Yes, we're overdiagnosed. Guys are overdiagnosed because the kid that can't sit still, it's like. Okay, he's got ADHD. Well, no, not necessarily. He's 12 years old and he doesn't want to sit still in math class. There's a huge difference. Yeah. But with girls growing up, 
it's they're underdiagnosed. So if the only positive is that if you are diagnosed, you damn sure have it because they don't like diagnosing girls with this, which is so wrong. Yeah, it's terrible. You miss out on so many opportunities in life. And yes. Just looking back on it, it's super sad because you'd be like, what would be my life? Like if I had had the medicines when I should have been taking them many mm -hmm. years ago, I would probably wouldn't have many of the health problems that I have today. Uh, even though I still do my best to take care of my health and all of that, uh, probably my life would be maybe 50% better, maybe even more. Who knows? In that, know. in that just like ADHD to always want more. Yeah. Because it seems to me like you're pretty damn successful after the email you sent me and whatnot you have come from a very poor area and made something of yourself that's you gotta yeah. give your adhd a little bit of credit for that because you did yeah, focus in on like what you needed to do to get out of I, that yeah well i think that it's a blessing in disguise seriously it is no it, it, it absolutely is <laughs> it is because it unlocks some of the things that probably neurotypical people don't have. And right. that's that you dream too much. You're constantly daydreaming. So of course yep. you have a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of dreams that you want to accomplish and you, 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 you go after them and you never take a no for an answer, or at least that's just me. I mean, I agree. Neither do I. Some people I've had on uh, do take no for an answer. I, I, I don't even know what that word means. Like, yeah. I, I, I can't comprehend like a no, if it's something that I really want and that's, you just, you keep driving and you keep driving and you keep driving until you get it. To me, that is just such an amazing thing to have. That's, yeah, what and the, that's the world's best people, the best people in the world, most successful. That's what they do. Yeah. So, well, probably most of them have ADHD. I know. I mean, that's, I, I know. My, that's my whole point. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know how many entrepreneurs have it. And that's because right. uh, we're multi-passionate. How many serial entrepreneurs have it? We're multi-passionate. Right. We like learning about things. We're curious. We, yeah, I mean, we may have like a very weird resume that it's a little bit hard yeah. to explain, but that it, makes that gives you opportunities because it does, you know, the market may be looking for somebody. I don't know. I'm going to give you an example. I cannot think of any other than mine, but for example, maybe the market is looking for a copywriter right. who can maybe write in three different languages just as well. And they can talk about neuroscience or write a book that, you know, talks about neuroscience and it talks about, uh, health and wellness and fitness and hormones and in a way try to i don't know mix it up with ancient uh medicine and right. ancient cultures and how many people know about it only people who become obsessed with different topics throughout their lives can actually come up with that right. so and the sad things for me and that's why i love what you're doing and i also Thank try you. to raise my voice and I want people to learn about this because I want to raise awareness because Absolutely. I don't know about you, or, but, but in my country, when you say the, 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 the name of uh, ADHD, yeah. uh, people think that that's uh, actually a, a problem understanding and that it has nothing to do with that. In America, it's actually, you say you have ADHD, automatically you're lazy. 
Yeah. You, you're lazy. It's so sad. You don't want to work hard. You don't want to, you know, do all these things. You can't fit in. Well, no shit we can't fit in because we see right past all of your fucking bullshit. Yeah. And go directly <laughs> to the point and get it done exactly. faster than you with better results. You're jealous. We, we understand more than they do because we know how to read people and we know yeah. how to get to results. I mean, I, I, I would bet that you are extremely perceptive in terms of how you read people. Like you yeah. can tell when someone's genuine and when they're not. Definitely. That is one of Definitely. the biggest things you can have. <laughs> no. And also we're, we're naturally think outside the box. We naturally think yep. outside the box. So we come up with, uh, creative alternatives and creative solutions and that's what companies need so exactly. it's, time to, <laughs> it's really time to to raise awareness about who we are and what we're capable of because i think that it is very sad how people look up on um, people with adhd not knowing what it what that is you were wondering if i had known earlier what could mm-hmm. i have accomplished uh, the thing is i think if i were born in a first world country i know that people in the u.s or in europe not all parts of europe of course but uh i, I think that's this is something very common among um english-speaking countries that you guys are more aware of these things uh probably because uh, most of technology and science comes out of these countries so right. of course you're you have the you know you have the first the first leg there um so it is and of course places like japan and china but i think that if i if i'd had the chance to know that i had this um i would have in a way maybe studied more or finished more things that i started that's one of the main problems that i that i came up with that i I I don't finish the things that i start but are they things that you like that you don't no. finish? Right. No. Well, that's the thing. Now exactly. that I, I'm doing what I like, I, it's not like I'm finishing it. I, com- I, I continue doing it because I right. plan to stay here for my entire life because I love what I do. But I love uh, let's say if I, if I had to, let's say, I don't know, I wanted to study uh, the career, I don't know, a marketing career instead of doing like a course like I did and plenty other courses because I like doing things that are short and you know, like, <laughs> right. like sprints. We, yep. we like that. Yep. Um, I may have studied a career, for example, and get a university degree, for example. Uh, I don't know. But I, would I be as successful if I do that? I don't know. I mean, there's no way to know that. And you know, I... But you wonder. Yeah. I wondered too until I started getting promoted faster than people with those degrees and with those pieces of paper. And then I was like, what did I do different than they did? Because all I was told was you have to have this, like you have to have this to be successful. And then all of a sudden I'm leapfrogging the people that have it. And I'm like, well, what is the difference? It's because I just went out and fucking did it instead of talk about it and go through all this other bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like, and I think, and that can get us into trouble, but I guess my bedrock principle is what we're not good at in the grand scheme of life, I don't think matters as much as what we are good at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think also being a doer, it's more important because it, yeah. 
you get to do things instead of just staying around, maybe waiting for you to get that piece of paper that will unlock whatever thing that is out there. And probably there isn't anything to unlock out there. And I also think that uh, finally society is shifting in a way, it probably is. thanks to uh, the internet and social media and so mm. many people that are pursuing their dreams and starting, you know, businesses and, and stuff. I think that there will come a time where um, traditional learning will change and it will not, it will not, uh, sorry, it will, it won't longer be what it was, you know, right. like universities, all of that. I think it's, it's becoming very obsolete. That's what um, we're trying to change. That's what we're trying to change by doing this is yeah. reaching the person that feels so down about themselves because they're failing school or they're told, told they're not good enough when they're better. Yeah. It's not only are they good space enough, they're too. better. Yeah. Oh, my and God. And the corporate the cor space. Those things, they need to change. I mean, they, they have they're to. not good. They, they have <laughs> to change because, like, I mean, even for someone that doesn't have ADHD, the corporate structure needs to change. I mean, the, yeah, like the, the whole eight to five, you know, a third of your life is going to be. Yeah, it's so outdated. And then another third of your life is sleeping. So then what's, so one third of your life you do what you want to do? That is bullshit. Yeah. I, yeah. And, and, and I, I think that it's going to change whether they like it or not. I'm a freelancer. So I'm, I'm also passionate about the, the gig economy and it's growing so fast and so rapidly that more and more businesses are choosing to work with freelancers instead of hiring people because right. not only that's uh, less expensive, they get a professional who, who does the work they get the job done faster yeah. and, and maybe they, they, they can even hire professionals in every single area and yeah, they save money and everybody's happier and more people are fleeing towards that system. More workers are fleeing towards that system. So there will come a time where trying to find an employee will be like, you have to implore them for them to stay. So they, I think that it, it is changing. Well, they can hire a neurotypical then. Uh, let's go <laughs> yeah. through. Let's go through the process. Yeah, love that. Have you ever had a life-altering moment where it really did matter, and it was yeah. due to ADHD? I would love to hear about that. Yeah, and I still struggle with it. Um, okay. Okay. So apart from ADHD, I also discovered thanks to my ADHD brain, <laughs> I discovered I have Hashimoto's disease. Again, I went to every single doctor because I became obsessed with hormones because I wanted to lose weight. And I was doing, because before I became obsessed with fitness and I read every single book, I, I would spend more than eight hours a day researching on that while I was at my job. Uh, it's an autoimmune disease that okay. affects the thyroid. So okay. it's very similar to hypothyroidism. So it makes your metabolism work very, very slowly. So the thing is, it's very easy for people with this problem to gain weight, uh, and it's very hard to lose weight. So, you know, noting, noticing that I was doing everything that I was supposed to do to lose weight, you know, lift, uh, lift, um, I was lifting very, very, um, very hard at the gym. I was working really hard. Um, I was eating a very healthy diet, you know, a lot of protein, a lot of water, a lot of rest. I was doing everything and right. still I wasn't seeing many results. And I've been like that for two years. 
uh, and I didn't see much results other than, yes, I built a lot of muscle, but the weight was still there. Um, so I went to every single doctor I could, uh, endocrinologist and be like, Hey, can you run this test for me, please? Because I'm sure that I have a problem with my thyroid. And they were like, no, everything is okay. Your ranges are fine. I'm like, no, there is something. Can you please check it again? So (laughs) I researched and I went to the two best doctors in the country. They were supposed to be the two best hormonal doctors in the country. Right. And again, they check my, my thyroid and they're like, no, the ranges are okay. You've got nothing. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I do feel like I have something. I'm constantly yeah. feeling tired. Right. Uh, my hair is falling out. I can't lose weight, whatever. You know, it doesn't matter what I do. I cannot lose weight. So, and I can't stop eating. I didn't know I had ADHD back then though. Right. Um, so yeah, of course. Um, I was completely hungry because, you know, uh, I was striving myself. I was killing myself at the gym. I was doing everything and I was suffering because, uh, you know, one of the problems that we have with ADHD when we are not medicated is we rely on snacks constantly if we want to stay focused. So that was a big problem a for me at work. Good, yeah, it was that's a, a very point. big problem. So again, me and my ADHD brain, back, back then I didn't know I had a ADHD. So I was obsessed and I was like, no, I, I know I have this and I, I'm going to find out. So I took the, doctor, uh, I, I took the doctor's uh, receipt and I falsified their, their writing. And because I've, I've been searching on the internet what things you need to check for in order to see what other problems you may have in the thyroid. And the doctor, the supposed to be best doctors in the country, they didn't find it. So I falsified uh, their writing. If I were a neurotypical, I would be like, okay, the doctor said this, it's okay, I don't have anything. But me being me, um, I don't take a no for an answer. I know I'm right when I know I'm right. I know my body. So I knew there was something off. So I researched and I ran the tests uh, with the falsified uh, order. I don't know what you have to check if you want to know if you have Hashimoto's. It's the antibodies. Because the rest of the things that you check for uh, hypothyroidism, they normally come well when you have Hashimoto's. But the... um, but my antibodies, they were through the roof. And my thyroid, it was already being completely attacked. So if I continued be not receiving the meds that I had to, my, I would end up having, I could even have a, um, a, a developed cancer, thyroid cancer. So That's it's not unbelievable. No, yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. not. Well, so any, any ADHD may have <laughs> saved my life in a way. I know, I know many people say that ADHD can also... Uh, cause some people to of course uh, get accidents and you know we know that most people with ADHD uh, may have more accidents or that leads uh, me to some disorders but it can also save your life because you become so obsessed with something and you won't take a no for an answer this was my case so if it weren't for that I may not know that I have this problem because mind you I went to the two best doctors in the entire country in the whole country yeah yeah so ADHD, in my opinion, can completely make your life or it can ruin it too. The reason that I started this was because my wife's best friend uh, ended her own life uh, a couple years ago. And she had ADHD and that led to a lot of other things. The ADHD wasn't treated. 
many people with ADHD get so down on themselves because of all of this outside noise that they feel like they yeah. can't be productive. They, they can't be normal members of society. That's not right. Yeah. So that's why I motivate <laughs> and I go about it this way in an aggressive tone is because yeah, I don't want anyone with ADHD to ever feel like they are not good enough ever again. No. And it's very sad what you say, because I, I do have, I also have friends who took their lives and I, I, I do think that, that just, they had ADHD. Yeah. They, they did, they were not, of course they, they didn't uh, have the diagnosis, but looking back right now and knowing what ADHD is like, I am it's quite sure that they may have had it. It's impulsive. So that, more people need to know about it. Yeah, that's, more people need to know about it so they can get a diagnosis if they don't know they have it. And people who know who have it, they they can know that they can also build a life that they love, and that they can you know shut the outside noise because you grow up with people telling you, oh this is wrong or you're not good enough or you see that you, you're you know you're constantly struggling and you get half of the results of other people but that's not because you're bad at it that's because you don't care about it and i mean if you don't care about what you're doing you're never going to focus on it that's that's, that's the whole thing that right that's the whole thing there's a separation in our brain from knowing what to do to doing it the problem exactly. is is those things that we know we need to do we don't care about unless it's actually, it actually matters in life. Doing laundry, doing dishes. No one gives a fuck about all that shit. Like, I do, I do. I, 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 I do, like, do you I really? Like do you really? <laughs> yeah, I do. Because well, I that's, know, okay, so that's your thing. thing. I mean, everybody so, has, everybody their, has their own thing. And, and that's like, what, for me, having organized, my house organized and clean, yeah, I noticed helps that, my, that's my, like, my brain be clean and organized. That's like the, the okay, so... That's a great point is because... But wait, my, my boyfriend, he's also got ADHD, but he's the complete opposite. So everybody's chaos. Yeah. So and everybody has their own thing. That's why you have to get to know the individual person with it in order to understand how ADHD works in there. I am strongly believe that the biggest cure and the biggest treatment for this is friendship. Yeah, finding your tribe and finding, finding people who the people you. that right yeah. because if you can build the confidence in yourself with the help of others, confidence is what gets you through this. The confidence exactly. to say, I can't find my keys, or I did this and it was really stupid, but you know what? Fucking laugh it off. I did this well. We don't celebrate our wins enough. So that's what this podcast is celebrating wins <laughs> celebrating the yeah. good things that you've done not just dwelling on all that yeah there are a lot of drawbacks there are life threatening drawbacks to this but there are also life enhancing aspects to it also mm -hmm. that no one likes to fucking talk about that's what i'd true. like to talk about is the enhancement it is true <laughs> i think that we are natural creators and the crazy thing is you know what? I was thinking yesterday um, <laughs> while I was listening to your podcast. Um, That's so I'm thinking, so humbled by that. <laughs> I love it. I, I, was, love I it. was in the street and I was thinking, do you know, I think here in Argentina, it's full of people who have ADD. And I know that in the US, it's also one of the countries with the most cases of ADHD. And I also know that the Nordic countries also have a lot of cases of ADHD. And I was like, what do these countries have in common? And when you think about it, 
yeah, they have many things in common. People who just went on boats going, you know, nowhere. Right. Not even knowing right. where they were going. Right. So we kind of owe it to them. And, you know, ADHD is, uh, is hereditary. So it makes a lot of sense that these lands, you know, on one side was the Vikings, on the other side was the, uh, you know, people who came from right. Europe to, to, to America. Uh, and Actually, that's a really fascinating point. Because yeah, who, the, who the hell else is going to jump in a Explorers. boat and just go out, in, out into yeah, the middle of nowhere people. and, then, and yes. then all of a sudden stumble upon land and be like, okay, well, this is America. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> but actually... Uh, that's a I don't really know good here, point. But I, I love actually, that. I actually read one one study not long ago that um, I can't remember. I, I would send it to you. I have to find it. But they were talking about that a study on a, a DNA or something like that. That yeah. apparently the you know the, the um, explorers and all of that right. is mostly people with ADHD, and it makes a lot right. of sense. Well, it does because it you sounds just like our kind of people. Throw sh- oh, yeah, <laughs> you throw shit to the wind and say, "I'm just going to do it." I'm just going to do it regardless of what possible consequences there are. And yes, that can be troublesome, but it can also change the world. Yeah. So I would rather... There's a reason why we're here. There's a reason for us. (laughs) Exactly. My career. Look, if I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now, working on my own as a freelancer uh, here in Argentina, for you to have an idea, the average salary right now, I think it's, uh, below four hundred dollars a month. Four hundred dollars. Four hundred dollars. Yes. A yes. month. Four hundred a month. Yes. So you can imagine the economy, what it's like here right now. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't that bad before, it, but you know, it, it kept it kept going down and down and down. So imagine if I wouldn't have become obsessed with all of the topics, including learning many languages. Since I was a child, I remember when I was a child, I instead of playing, I would be studying English or pretending I would speak English. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I, 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 I don't know, whatever. I, I came up with any name and I'm like, no, but I live in, in England. And, and in my mind, I was living in, in, in England. I was an English girl, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was, in I was my an mind. child. So yeah. Me too. Me too. Well, <laughs> me too. Big imagination. <laughs> oh my God. We create our own world that we exist yeah. in. Our, our imagination goes fucking wild. When, when we, yeah. we don't have an older brother or sister saying, oh, that's fucking stupid. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, that's an, another only child. Oh my God. I feel so great yeah. now. <laughs> there's, there's another one out there. Yeah. You, you grow up. The, the good thing about that too is that you grow up with not too much, at least in my family, I was so happy. To, I'm so happy that I had a family that allowed me to be me and to be free and me too. accepted me however I was. I mean, me I too. grew up and I was a goth. Uh, I was <laughs> like a punk. And yeah, I was always crazy. and But not crazy. I mean, I was always unlike others and at first i didn't know that it was could have been adhd i don't know what what that was but interestingly enough uh my the things that made me a freak let's say by then are the things that give me a a good life right now the curiosity that adhd gave me the languages that i learned so many things i became obsessed with that gave me 
uh, the opportunity to now be working as a full-time copywriting uh, copywriter, uh, working with amazing people. Unfortunately, I wish I could tell you some of the people oh, that no, I work you, with, yeah, but yeah, you I can't. have you can't, NDAs. Yeah. But people I admire uh, in the um, in the personal development space because I became obsessed with that. Because of course, right. having ADHD, you want to learn how to make your brain work uh, the best. How you you know how you can achieve more with what you have. So you become obsessed with those topics. And now I have the pleasure to be working with the people that I admire. And <laughs> I, I wouldn't be doing that. And of course, making a lot of money, even for being here in Argentina. And yeah. even if I moved abroad, which is something that I'm trying to, that, that, that I want to do. Um, yeah. Because I want to travel and, you know, that's the ADHD brain. I want to I wanna become a digital nomad and be everywhere. Um, so I'm working on that. But <laughs> But it gave me this opportunity that if I didn't have this and I wouldn't have become obsessed with all of the topics that gave me my niche in a way, right. I probably wouldn't be making as much money as I am right now. And coming from such a poor country, uh, I may never, let's say, buy a house. I mean, people my age here in Argentina, they don't, they don't get to buy a house. They don't get to get credit. They don't get to travel the world. They don't get to do anything. But I get to do that and I have ADHD and that's supposed to be something bad, like people say, but you know what? No, not in my case. I that's love that. not my story. And yeah, I think that if I, I didn't have this, uh, if I didn't have ADHD, I probably wouldn't be talking with you right now. Uh, I wouldn't have met such amazing people that I met through it. Uh, and my story wouldn't be so interesting also. <laughs> <laughs> Are you it gives you a story. Yeah, it does. Are you trying to say that your story may have been boring if you didn't have it? Yeah. 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 Well, that's <laughs> it's not that your typicals are boring, but they're yeah, they are. Oh, they so are. They, they, <laughs> you know, I have the same group of friends I've had my whole life. And oh. the reason that I have that same group of friends is because I wouldn't let us lose touch once we left high school and everybody yeah. did their separate thing. I was bound and determined to keep a group of friends together. That well, is why you know what? That's I'm interesting. successful. Yeah, that is why That's I'm successful. Is I had that support of Lobau's going to get us together. That gave me confidence to, so I'm using that same strategy with this, is I want everyone to get together. Yeah, we have our one-on-one -on -one talks about ADHD, but I want to get together as a group and be friends, like true friends, like that care about each other because that fucking works. It does when you have a support system like this. Yeah, it really does. So. And it's, it's, it's interesting that you mentioned that because uh, in my friends group, I also was the one who was always bringing them together. Right. And well, uh, until there, there came a point where well, when I lost my dad and many of them were oh, not so there. Um, it's okay. I, it's been many, many years ago, okay. but they were not there. And that, you know, it is in those moments when you realize who the friends are and who aren't your friends. Exactly. And that's where I decided, what if I stopped talking to these people? What if I don't tell them to get together? And right. then I noticed that all of a sudden the group split and some of them stayed, others didn't. Yep. And it was like, okay, so I was the glue holding all of that together. Oh. So, oh God, that's my nickname. You, <laughs> oh, really? Is the glue. That's what they call me. <laughs> it's interesting that you mentioned that. I don't know if it's, 
that's something that people with ADHD usually are. But I think that we, because we're good in yes. seeing how people feel, like you said. Yep. So, and we also want people to feel welcomed because we yes. know what it feels like to be left alone because we're the, I don't know, the odd one out in, in many cases. So we see that and I don't know, we're, we have that empathy. So we don't want people to, to feel like they're, you know, left outside. But, you know, there comes a point where when you run out of that energy. And what better and, quality is there on earth to have than empathy for someone else that you understand? And by helping other people, you're helping yourself at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what we naturally do. That's the way our brain naturally works. There is not a better quality on this fucking planet to me than this. Because if your heart wants to help someone else, but you know that it helps you too, then, I mean, yeah. what, what else could you possibly need? <laughs> and, that's, and people say online all the time, like, well, take time for yourself and take time for yourself. What they don't realize is that by taking time for others, you are taking time for yourself. Exactly. You're helping yourself at the same time. We have yeah, this figured that's out. A, <laughs> that's the beautiful thing about finding your passion because if you, if you pay attention, uh, you, you know, I think that's very important for people with ADHD who are maybe unhappy with their lives or where they're at is because maybe they didn't find their passion. And I, looking back the other day, I was thinking, and well, I'm, I'm really happy because what I do, it's not, it's not like I am. Well, in a way, yes, but it's not like I'm directly helping people, but I am indirectly helping people because I'm writing for people who help people. I'm writing for coaches. I'm writing for speakers. So awesome. I'm helping them in a way. So, and you feel like you, you, you are doing something for, for the world. You are doing something to, to better the world and you, you feel good with that. But yeah. that could be anything, not just writing. I mean, you could create a program. You could create something. You could help people through your podcast, through speaking on your community or be a good mom or be a good dad. And I think that w when it comes to finding your passion, you have to look back on your child, on your childhood and, you know, your inner child. And you know, when I was a child, one of the things that I used to do is I would write stories. I, w I would just write stories and draw and, you know, I'd like to, to come up with stories. And I, I was a writer when I was a child. Let's say I, I, I wanted to be a writer. So, and what am I now? I'm a writer. And I just noticed that not long ago. Uh, right. So that's interesting that you I, learned that. I was diagnosed at age five, 35 years ago. I have had 35 wow. years to figure this out. And the medication journey was a long one. Not everyone, I mean, I'm extremely privileged in that regard. My parents knew something was wrong, immediately to the psychiatrist, immediately started me on, on, wow. on stuff. And so now this is my way of giving back to people like, like yourself that had to wait 20 whatever years before they knew that they had wow. this, but I am very efficient at making up lost time. That is what my, that's why it's spark. It is. I will yeah. spark Can something. Can I ask you something? Yeah, absolutely. Cause I don't know anything, you know, I don't know any person yeah. uh, with ADHD who had been diagnosed since they were a child and taking the, the I don't know if you were on meds, I, I was uh, the medica <laughs> uh, the medication journey though 
lasted me. It was only in the re- recent decades of 15 years, 10 to 15 years ago, I finally got the medication right. And, oh, wow. So, it took you 15 years. Well, no, no, no. Well, I've been on the same dose for 15 years, uh, 10 to 15 mm-hmm. years, roughly. But it took from a young child up until my mid-20s to get it right. Because with ADHD, wow. medication will work for a year. It'll work for two years. And then all of a sudden, it stops working. And then you have to go to a different doctor. And then they prescribe you this. And they, so the, the struggle of getting what ultimately will work for you is extremely difficult. But yeah. ADHD people love the grind of getting it right. So it's, it's only us that can go through this to make sure that we are in the best possible scenario to put our best possible foot forward. And because no neurotypical on earth could deal with what we have to do, deal with in terms of getting medication right. Not a, not a soul. Everyone's different. Everyone is so different. Sometimes it'll work from day one and it will never stop working. But if you can understand that what works today might not work tomorrow and to recognize those things and immediately when it stops working, you tell the doctor or you tell the coach or whoever, you know what, this did not work today. Mm -hmm. That is very important because it will give you a leg up. It will give you a leg up in terms of addressing it immediately. So if you sense even the slightest bit, and I am not a psychiatrist, I have no degrees at all (laughs) when it comes to this. This is just my thing is that if it stops working, I would highly suggest in my non-professional opinion, you tell someone immediately because then you can leapfrog, you know, the whole waiting two weeks or whatever to, you know, figure out that it doesn't work. Spark, it's an acronym. It's speed, passion, attitude, reliability, knowledge. And it's a strategy that I use. And it's, it, I'm not trying to sell anyone on my strategy, strategy but what, what I will say is that it encourages you to develop something like it for yourself that you can turn to on those days that you're down. ADHD is like this. Mm-hmm. It's knowing where yeah. this lies in you. If you know that, you can pinpoint it. Perfect. And how how would you say that uh, having been diagnosed as being a child and even if you were not on the exact uh, dose that you had to or the exact um, medicines that you had to take, how would you think it it changed your life? I'm I'm, I'm curious to know. It was a massive advantage. And the the reason that it was a massive advantage, now it didn't take away any of the struggles. It didn't take away, you know, the fact that I wasn't going to do well in school and all that, that was never going to happen no matter what, because I didn't care about school. I hated it. I didn't like teachers dictating things to me. I just didn't, I didn't. I didn't like it. (laughs) Right. Exactly. We're allergic to that. (laughs) What it did though, was give me the confidence to not care about the small shit. It gave me the confidence to not stay low very long when I was failing, Mm -hmm. when I didn't do well in school. It gave me the confidence to know that I was smart enough, that one day it would work out, like you were saying earlier. Yeah. And that, knowing that and having that confidence from a young age is a massive advantage. Mm. But I am spreading my advantage to other people And I am going to try my damnedest to make up lost time for you. 
and for others because this is quick and you seem to already have gotten it together pretty well. <laughs> no, but it took, it took me a lot of Mark Manson in the meantime. <laughs> I'm not right. Gonna lie. right, but look how <laughs> successful you are now. And now you know, so bam, brand new life, hit it running. Yes, it was an advantage for me to have that confidence from a young age. My mom actually, I t I've told this story recently, my mom used to make me, make me wear a Superman cape to school. Wow. And when they sent me home, and because it wasn't dress code or whatever, she goes, put that thing back on and go right back up there. I don't care how many times. Oh, you get your mom. Oh, <laughs> my, my mom. It, it, yeah. Uh, I, I dyed my hair pink and uh, I would go to, to school like that or with my dark clothes and everybody would be like, no, Minty, out. You can't come in like that. And my mom was like, no, no, you go like that. And right. she was like, she, she would actually, well, and I'm sure my mom has ADHD too. Oh, but, oh yeah, oh, uh, probably. she allowed <laughs> me to do whatever I wanted. And she's always looking back and she's like, I'm so proud of you. And I'm so proud that I allowed you to just, oh, yeah. you know, try to find out who you are freely. Yeah. And that's true. And if people with ADHD have children and something that, I mean, I don't have children. I'm not the person do to I. give advice yeah. on this. But yeah. I think that allowing your children to to be free, it's amazing because they learn yes. what they like. And that it, it takes an entire life for some people to find out their passion or, or to find out about their, themselves. And freedom that's, gives you that opportunity. That's why we're doing what we're doing right now. That's why we are talking as friends is so that someone out there will hear this and say, you know what? I don't suck. I can put on a Superman cape and I can be an awesome person. Exactly. You know, there's something very interesting about, uh, because I, I'm a little bit obsessed with neuroscience and, you know, NLP and things like that. And I know right. there's a, a post called the Superman where yeah. you just simply, uh, you, you just simply uh, improve your posture, you know, chest proud, your, your yep. shoulders back. And I used to be like before, of course, because I was, um, overweight and I was dark right. and I was weird. So of course I had a very low self-esteem and I'm, now I'm the complete opposite. Yeah. And so those things helped me, the posture. And I, I always remind myself, Superman, when I'm in the street, yep. I'm, and I'm, you know, chest out, you know, be yep. proud. Fuck and yeah. it, it sounds, you know, it sounds silly, but the no. more you do it, the more it works because your brain, it, it doesn't understand. Like when you change your entire posture, your brain in a way, it, it understands your, yes, of, of course, uh, I mean, the, your subconscious. It understands. Yeah, no, so no. even if it sounds silly, just do it. Do it and you'll see. There, there will be a change Absolutely. at some point. And you mentioned phases. Uh, when you were younger, you went through phases. You were gothic. You were this, uh, you, you know, that and the other. So you kept transitioning. I was yeah. the same way. I was like, one, one day I'm wearing a tie. The next day I'm a hippie kayaking, you know, on a river, uh, you know, somewhere. And my, of course my parents are like, what the hell? But the, the bottom line to that is we go through so many phases that we can recognize everyone else's phases. Yeah. We can recognize their brain yeah. and how it works and why it works. So what is more powerful than this again? Like I still, I, I, I do think we have something that is a massive advantage. The problem is getting through the bullshit. That's exactly the issue.
And that's your job. And that I'm is, sure you're going to be able to do it. Oh, yes. I'm More people get, need to hear about you. More people need to hear about you. I appreciate that because I am working tirelessly at this because you know what my, you know my goal is? I want to talk to every person on earth with ADHD, every single one. And I know that there are, I'm already behind by about, you know, a billion, but I'm going to keep trying because that's all my brain knows how to do. What is your profession? If you would like to watch this episode raw and unedited on video, please join my Patreon page.